ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Day. Every song that I sing, I'll sing to you, and I hope I can bring you a smile Dennis Day is brought to you by Palm Olive Soap and Palm Olive Shave Creams. Palm Olive Soap, your beauty hope, and Palm Olive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave. The Dennis Day Show with Barbara Eiler, B. Benadera, Dink Trout, Charles Dant and the orchestra, and yours truly, Vern Smith, is written by Frank Galen and stars our popular young singer in A Day in the Life of Dennis Day. Here's Dennis to sing, Look Up. Look up, look up, when everything's looking down. Whenever you're low, let everything go, come out of that gloomy frown. Look up, look up, whenever those clouds are gray. It's gonna be fun whenever that sun starts chasing those clouds away. There's no room for old man gloom, so shake him. You're bound to take him. Just try a smile or two, but whatever you do, look up. Look up. Don't ever give up the fight. When everything's wrong, it's never too long till everything turns out right. So whatever you do, look up. Look up. Look, look up. Don't ever give up the fight. When everything's wrong, it's never too long till everything turns out right. So whatever you do, look Men, do you shave with a lather or brushless shave cream? Palm Olive Shave Cream comes both ways, and whichever method you use, you'll find the new Palm Olive Shave Cream way to shave means more comfortable, actually smoother shaves for three men out of every four. Yes, three men out of every four get more comfortable, actually smoother shaves the Palm Olive Shave Cream way. It's a fact, men, not a promise. 2,548 men tried the new Palm Olive way to shave, and no matter how they shaved before, 79% found beards cut easier. 75% less razor pull, 69% closer shaves, 80% smoother feeling skin. And three out of every four got more comfortable, actually smoother shaves. Just get palm olive shave cream, either brushless or lather, and do this. Wash your face with soap and water. Rinse. Then soap face thoroughly again. Do not rinse. Work palm olive shave cream upward into beard to get the full benefit of palm olive shave cream's beard conditioning effect. Then shave. That's all. But remember, palm olive shave cream, either brushless or lather, offers proof of more comfortable, actually smoother shaves for three men out of every four.
Every year, countless young men leave small towns to seek their fortune in the cities. But when our young hero, Dennis Day, graduated from high school some years ago, he swore he was going to make his mark right in Weaverville. He has made his mark, too. It's a well-worn groove in the cashier's counter at the unemployment office. And so we find today that our hero has at last made a decision born of desperation. An old friend has sent a wire offering him a job in Seattle, Washington, and Dennis has just shocked his pal, Mr. Anderson, considerably by announcing... I'm going to take it, Mr. Anderson. I've got to. Oh, my ten adorable little pink toes. <laughs> We're going to miss you, my boy. And I'm going to miss all of you, too, in this house and my little room upstairs. My. Seattle, Washington. Gets mighty cold up there. It does? Gee, then maybe I won't miss my little room. <laughs> now, you're sure that your friend Harry Tompkin really has this job waiting for you in his fruit orchard, huh? Oh, sure. He was my best friend in high school. We started as freshmen together. Gee, when he graduated, I was the loneliest boy in the whole sophomore class. <laughs> but is there any future for you in the apple business? Sure. Maybe even a partnership someday. His wire says he needs me right away. The job is much too big for him alone. Well, it sounds like you're all set then. Say, what about Mildred, though? Have you told her yet? No, I... I just haven't had the heart. Yeah, she's going to feel pretty badly, all right. What about the plan you and she always had to be the mother and father of five children someday? Well, with us never seeing each other again after tonight, we may have to discard it. <laughs> oh. It's not the kind of thing where I can tell her to go ahead without me. But with you out of her life, she might marry another man. Don't you realize that? Yeah. Gee, I certainly hope the father of my children turns out to be a nice fella. <laughs> yes, we all do. Well, I don't know how you'll ever manage to break a thing like this to her. Oh, I guess the best way is to hint kind of subtly that I don't feel quite the same toward her anymore. Then she won't feel so bad about losing me. Well, you've got to be pretty careful not to hurt her feelings. Oh, I won't. I'll be as delicate as possible. It's the only way, believe me. Yes, maybe it is the best. Well, off the eater, Shane, son. Thanks, I'll need it. <laughs> See you later. Oh, hi, Dennis. What's new? You make me sick to my stomach. <laughs> what? You heard me, babe. We're through. I'll thank you to return my Captain Marvel magic ring. <laughs> Dennis, what's come over you? I'm telling you, we're finished, girl. You used to have it, but I guess I've used it up. Crazy? Why? What have you got anyway? A lovely face, a wonderful figure, gorgeous eyes, beautiful legs. What does it all add up to? Dennis, if you... Quiet, I'm adding. <laughs> now, suppose you just stop this nonsense. Why, babe, I... Babe, nothing. I always know when you're putting on an act. What's it for? Well, to tell the truth, I just didn't want you to care about me anymore, Mildred. You see, I'm leaving town. Leaving town? Yeah, I got a wire from Harry Tompkin up in Washington offering me a job on his fruit ranch. What have I got in Weaverville? No job, a freezing room upstairs... Dennis, the... don't you see? It's only a matter of a little nerve. You could have a job, and you should have demanded a heater for your room long ago. Demanded? From your mother? <laughs> well, certainly. A cold room's dangerous. You're not a very warm-blooded person, you know. Yeah, but I figured I'd better keep what blood I got. <laughs> If you're ever going to get anywhere in this world, you've just got it. Oh, good morning, Mrs. Anderson. Young man, I've been looking for you. What happened to the curtains in your room? They look like they've been slept in. They should. They have. <laughs> what? 
Oh, gosh, Mrs. Anderson, you know it gets pretty cold up there. Cold in your room? Ridiculous. Then why do you keep two pounds of butter and six veal chops under my bed? <laughs> Dennis, don't I put a box of matches next to your bed every night? If you get cold, just strike a couple of them. Oh, I thought they were there to read by. <laughs> if you just give me a heater, Mrs. Anderson, I'm sure Don't that... bother me. I have enough troubles of my own. I can't operate a rooming house without a permit from the Commissioner of Health, and mine expires today. Oh. If I can't locate the new commissioner, they'll close this place tonight. Here I am, half out of my mind, and all you can think of is your own problems. Well, gee, I'm sorry, Mrs. Anderson. I guess maybe I'm an egomaniac. <laughs> you certainly are. If you're cold, light your matches. And don't get them too close to my butter, understand? That's all. Yeah. See how I get treated around here, Mildred? I'm going up to Washington to pick apples for Harry Thompson, Dennis, and then I can... wait. Did you hear what Mother said about a new commissioner of health? Huh? The new city administration goes in today. The mayor we elected last November. So? Well, don't you see? There are dozens of good political jobs being passed out. All you have to do is grab one. Oh, Mildred, I went to see the mayor for a job last year, and he said I was a... Uh, I forget what he said. But this is a new mayor, Dennis. Yeah, but everything I know about politics, you could put on the head of a pin and then... Ooh. What's the matter? I just remember what the old mayor said I was. <laughs> Dennis, you're going down to see that mayor. You can get a job. Act like a real politician. Talk big. Tell him you have influential friends. But, Mildred, that wouldn't be telling the truth. Well, yes, maybe you're right. Still, on the other hand, is there any better way to act like a politician? Uh, you wanted to see me, young man? That's right, Mr. Mayor. I heard about the big gravy train you're on, so I thought I'd climb aboard and slop, slop around in it with you. I uh, take it the disgusting picture you've just conjured up is a plea for employment. Yep, I can do you a lot of good, Mayor, especially around election time. Oh, I see. You're a ward healer. Oh, sure. I've cured dozens of them. <laughs> this is my first day in office. What happened? I was just saying that if I've healed one ward, I've healed a dozen. Yes, I know. Oh, well, it takes all kinds of people to make a world. It's too bad you're not one of them. <laughs> you wouldn't talk to me that way if my old pal, the president, was here. The president? You don't mean Harry Truman. There's been a recount. Uh, not to my knowledge. But are you trying to tell me that you're his personal friend? Oh, sure. I was with him right after election, helping him out with little details. You know, like canceling the moving van and stuff like that there. Really? And what was your official capacity? Oh, about two quarts a day. I'm having fun. Are you? Oh, yes, sir. Good. But what I meant was just what was your job in the administration? Why, uh, uh I was a big shot in the post office department. It's funny. I never heard of you. Oh, well, uh, this was way back in the old days. Uh, you mean you were under Big Jim Farley? That's it, under Farley. Odd. I knew all that crowd, and I don't remember seeing you. Well, it's pretty dark under a big man like that. <laughs> yes, and awfully squashy, I should imagine. <laughs> Well, about the job, uh, Mr. Would Mayor. you really like one? Boy, I'll see. Well, it just happens that I have an opening for a junior assistant custodian of sanitary cottage. Wow, sounds great. It means garbage collector. 
loses a lot in translation, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, but you're just the man for it. Do you actually think I take a job like that? I do. Well, since he's so positive about it, okay. Give me the address of the place. I got some paper here in my pocket, and I'll write it down. Okay. Oh, here, this telegram just fell out of you. Holy smoke. It says, need you in Washington immediately. Job much too big for me to handle without you. Signed, Harry. Oh, yeah, you see, Harry... Then you do old... know Harry. Oh, sure. We went to the same school. He was oh, my... Oh, Mr. Day, can you ever forgive me? I, I had no idea. Huh? <laughs> Why, surely you didn't take me seriously when I made you a garbage collector. I didn't? Oh, no! <laughs> Starting right now, you're our new city manager and the head of our local machine. Would you like my office and my secretary? Shall I put a limousine at your disposal? Is there anything you want to know? Yeah. What corner of the desk did you just hit your head on? We'll continue our day in the life of Dennis Day in just a moment. Meanwhile, here's Dennis to sing In the Marketplace of Old Monterey. I came to spend a little time one day In the marketplace of old Monterey Met a senorita there Bought a rose for her to wear In the marketplace of old Monterey We lingered there until the moon was high Till the smoke rings from my ship the sky Then we held each other close while we whispered adios in the marketplace of old Monterey I keep hearing blue waves singing when the sea is calm and still I keep hearing church bells ringing as I pray, someday they will. I know I'll hurry back to her once more. When it's springtime on that far distant shore. And somehow I feel she knows that my heart went with a rose in the marketplace of old Well, because the new mayor of Weaverville mistook a telegram our hero received from Harry Tomkin in Seattle for a wire from the president, Weaverville has a new city manager, and his name is Dennis Day. He's got a luxurious office, a desk to put his feet on, and the mayor positively groveling at his feet. Well, I, I don't like to rush you, Mr. Day, but uh, have you written to Harry yet about little old me? Oh, no, but I'll get right to it, Mr. Mayor. Uh, fine. Uh, don't forget to use my exact words now. Okay, but I don't know how he's ever going to find you a nice big juicy plum in an apple orchard. <laughs> oh, you're a sly one, Mr. Day. <laughs> oh, wait, here's my secretary, Miss Jenkins. I'm sure she'll take very good care of your correspondence, Mr. Day. I'll see you later. Well, how do you do, Miss Jenkins? Hello, Mr. Day. Uh, well, I brought my book. Good. Go ahead and read, and I'll let you know if I want anything. 
want me to take some letters? Oh, letters. Yes, yes. Sit down, Miss Jenkins. Yes, sir. Where should I sit? Where you usually do, I guess. Yes, sir. Hey, get up. I just had these pants pressed. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is something new in politics. Well, that's the type of fellow I am. Clear-eyed and clean-limbed. <laughs> now, uh, there's a couple of matters I want to get straightened out in this town. First, take a letter to the fire chief. Yes, sir. Dear chief, I read in the paper that your department answered five alarms last week, and when you got there, there were no fires. Do you want us to be the laughing stock of the entire state? After this, see that your men carry matches. <laughs> Yours truly, Day, city manager. You got that? As I read it back, I don't think I could have. Okay, take one now for the police chief. Uh, dear chief, I have a complaint about your motorcycle policemen. They have been neglecting the foxtails on their motorcycles. These foxtails should be starched so that so they stand out straight. Yours truly, etc., etc. Why, what's the matter, Miss Jenkins? Why are you looking at me that way? I'm scared. But Dennis, I just can't believe it. You're actually the city manager? That's right, Mr. Anderson. The head of the whole machine. It's incredible. A person like you holding a high public office in the United States. Yeah. Oh, there'll be good news on the front page of Pravda tonight. (laughs) Thanks. Say, Mr. Anderson, is there some little job you'd like in the city government? How about beach commissioner or chicken inspector? Uh, No, Dennis. My wife would, uh, say... Oh, my tender Aunt Sally's lovely little blue camisole. Wait a minute. Huh? Who does Poopsie need right now for her boarding house license? Who must she bow down to and worship? The Commissioner of Health. Oh, brother, if I were Say no only... more, Herbie, and give me the phone. You're in. Oh, you wonderful boy. Oh, bless politics. Hello? City Hall? Uh, give me the mayor. This is Dennis Day. Day. D-A-Y. No, Y. It's the 25th letter of the alphabet. Well, certainly the alphabet has that many letters. Yeah, okay. That was our new commissioner of education. Oh. <laughs> Hello, Mayor. No, I haven't heard from Harry yet, but I got a swell commissioner of health for you. Herbert Anderson. What does he know about health? Well, he's always been imperfect. <laughs> swell, Mayor. Thanks. Well, Mr. Anderson, you're all set. Commissioner of Health. Oh, I can't believe it. Uh, What am I supposed to do? Oh, it's a cinch. You just go around to the nightclubs and see if they're filled with fresh smoke every ten minutes. Stuff like that. (laughs) Oh, boy. And when Poopsie hears who she'll have to talk to to get her license... Herbert? Why haven't the beds been made and the upstairs swept? I was just waiting till after lunch, ecstasy girl. (laughs) Will it be ready soon? Lunch. I'm nearly out of my mind trying to locate the Commissioner of Health, and you're worried about your lunch. Of all the self-centered, narrow-minded, petty, selfish, stupid men in the world. I'd use softer words, Mrs. Anderson. You may be eating them soon. <laughs> you keep quiet, too. Give me that phone. I'm going to call the mayor himself. He should know who the new commissioner is, and he'd better because I'm... Hello? Mayor's office? This is the loveliest moment of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I want the name of the man who's your new commissioner of public health. Who? Uh, uh, Who? (laughs) You're sure? I see. Thank you. Well, dear, did you get your information? Yes, (laughs) Poopsie. 
Interesting news, wouldn't you say? Herbert, about my life. Well, I don't know, dear. I just don't know. Herbert, please. I'll be good. I'll rip the stitches out of your pocket so you can carry money again. When we take a walk, I'll let you walk on the outside. I'll let you lead when we dance. Please, Herbert. Well, I'll think about it. Oh, you will. What am I humiliating myself this way for anyway? I'll show you. I'll go over your head. I'll go right to the city manager himself. Mrs. Anderson, if you... Be quiet. (laughs) What if my husband did wangle a job as health commissioner? I'll show him. He can... Hello? Give me the city manager. All right, what's his name? I'll call him at home. (sighs) How's that again? Oh, no. No. Yep, small world, huh? Dennis, darling. See me at my office tomorrow morning, poopsie gal. I've been waiting for this day for a long time. Nice of you to see me so promptly, Dennis. <laughs> May I go sit down now? Yeah, I guess you better. You've been getting lipstick all over my shoes. <laughs> yes, sir. Now, let's get the information for your license form. Uh, your name? Uh, Clara Anderson. You belong to any particular sex? <laughs> I'm a female. You got any documents to prove it? have a driver's license, sir. Oh, never mind. I've seen you drive. You're a woman. (laughs) Thank you, sir. Uh, Your age, please? 37. Ha! 39. Ha! All right, 40. Well, that brings us up to 1925. (laughs) Oh, Dennis, please don't treat me this way. I know I've been mean to you and unkind, but... I'll be good from now on, I promise. And now you're talking. Do I get a heater for my bedroom? Uh, yes, yes, of course. A mattress for my bed? <laughs> yes. A bed for my mattress? <laughs> yes, Dennis. Good. And I want a window put in back of the curtains, you see? <laughs> yes, sir. Anything that you... Mr. Day, Mr. Day, he's here. He's here right outside. Huh? Why, who's here? Your secretary just told me there's a man waiting to see you. He says his name is Harry. Could he, could he be the Harry, Mr. Day? Oh, he must be. He's the only Harry I know. Oh, good heavens, now look a mask. Quick, a comb and brush it. Oh, my goodness, here he comes. Welcome, Your Excellency, sir. Welcome. Hello, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why, you're not the President of the United States. So what? Neither are you, honey boy. <laughs> Why, this is Harry. Yeah, but he's just a plain citizen. So what do you want? I should have flowers in my hair? (laughs) Well, I thought... I mean, they said the telegram... Oh, sure, that came from Harry. He wanted me to come up to Seattle, Washington and pick apples. Seattle, Washington? I thought you meant the other ones. There's another Seattle, Harry? (laughs) 
No, but there's another Washington, you fool. I thought that wire was from the president. Oh, my gosh. So that's why you gave me the city manager's job. Yes. Only you don't have it anymore. You're fired, understand? Finished. Through. You mean he no longer can grant my license? Certainly not. Dennis Day, do you know what I'm going to do to you? Ah, you can't scare me. Wait till you see what Mrs. Anderson does to me. <laughs> Ladies, regardless of age, skin type, or previous beauty care, doctors prove you too may win a lovelier complexion with palm olive soap. But to win this lovelier complexion, the kind men admire and women envy, you must stop improper cleansing. Instead, use palm olive soap the way doctors advise. Remember, 36 doctors, leading skin specialists, advised 1,285 women, many with complexion problems, to use palm olive this way. Some had dry skin, some oily, some coarse-looking. Using palm olive soap alone, two out of three won lovelier complexions. Now, here's what the doctors advise. Wash your face with palm olive soap. Massaging for one minute with palm olive soft lather. This cleansing massage brings your skin palm olive's full beautifying effect. Rinse. Do this three times a day for 14 days. It's that simple. But doctors have proved this way, using nothing but palm olive, really works. So forget other beauty care. Use palm olive soap alone for a lovelier complexion. For loveliness all over, use big, thrifty bath size palm olive in your tub or shower. Here now is Dennis with the music of Charles Dant in the orchestra to sing Rendezvous with a Rose. I've got a Oh, 
Tune in to another Dennis Day show brought to you by Palm Olive Soap, your beauty hope, and Palm Olive Shave Creams for a smoother, more comfortable way to shave. Tonight, show him how much lovelier your hair can look after a Luster Cream shampoo. Only Luster Cream brings you Kay Dumit's magic blend, glamorizes your hair as you wash it. Yes, tonight, you can be a Dream girl, dream girl, beautiful luster cream girl, you owe your crowning glory to a luster cream shampoo. Listen again next week to Colgate's Hour of Fun, Judy Canova, followed by Dennis Day. And for another great comedy program, hear Blondie next Wednesday evening over your favorite NBC station. This is Vern Smith speaking. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company.